We're like, hey, everyone, here's the... This is the Gator and the Lunatic. Wazoo! <laughs> Can we start Jason? off? Oh. What? No. I was going to start off asking you something, but it's okay, guys. You can ask me something. Ask away. What was the What was the spray and the breathing thing? COVID, man. I'm still there. Okay, but why him? Isn't he someone you're around all the time that you... No, I'm not like around him all the time. He's got kids. He's so got... wait. Oh, you're afraid that his kids could get it, bring it home, give it to him, and then he comes over, and gives it to you. Yeah, I understand. Why not just wear a make him wear a mask? I he he is supposed to wear a mask. But Put he... a mask on, buddy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but that's like yeah, I'm still kind of. I, I, get I never it. got. I never got COVID. Neither did I. Really? And I go to events constantly, bro. Dude, the fact that you didn't get COVID. Can I just say really quickly, you are such a sight for sore eyes. Well, thank you. Jason, like the amount, I've known you for so long. We've had our ups and downs. One thing I was thinking today, you're all, you've always been there. Like for my first movie, you were like, yeah, let's do it. When I wanted to do a podcast, I remember like when Kevin left, when I started doing blow hardware at the Smod yeah. Castle and like Kevin had to leave for an emergency and I had no one and I was like, Jason, we do a mm -hmm. podcast with me and you're like totally and you fucking saved my ass but you've always been uh you've always been there for me jason i appreciate that yes thank you well thank you i want to be i um, try to be i've tried to be there for you as well we've had some very we've had an interesting journey yeah <laughs> we so and some of it you know it's funny because some of it honestly i i know it's things i've when there's been downs the things I've done to to make that happen are things that I wasn't somewhat sometimes aware of. But again, that's personalities, right? It's like things happen. So anyway, but you're, it's it has been. And I was telling Jordan the same thing. It's funny because uh, Kevin found a bunch of tapes from moving. Um, and I was like, man, I wonder if any of these tapes on there or any of the times we went out together. Um, and I, I, I got to find a way to play them back. They're like the old P2 cards and stuff. But anyway, it'll be interesting. It'd be interesting if I could find a way to play some of these tapes back and stuff. You're Jason on Jay and Song Bob Strike Back, um, he came in and I mean, I think it's public. Like you had a problem coming in. Mm -hmm. And basically the logic was we're going to turn Jason from uh, an addict to an alcoholic. Like that was literally, it, and it was like the, like, it wasn't really the most, like, it was just like, I guess nobody figured out what to do, but it was just like, so like, basically you, you Harvey Wallbangers became your. Yeah. 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 It was, I feel like the logic for, for people, cause not everyone knew the, the whole, knew the whole, um, you know, the whole way the, the, the addiction works. So it was like, look, as long as he's not doing the hard stuff, that makes him like, you know, Robin Steele and stuff like that. As long as he's not doing that, 
distract them with something like going out and having fun and drinking and getting getting blackout drunk, <laughs> which wasn't was, a great idea. But <laughs> and I was the one that was like, well, I like to drink. Yeah. Um, but I was also the downer because like I also like it was a very complicated position for people don't know um, for just moving along. Um, I on Jay and Son Bob Stripe back. Um, I ended up being like what was called the Muse Wrangler. <laughs> I actually have a credit in the film, and essentially, like, like I think you know, Kevin trusted me, you know, to take, you know, to make sure Jason wouldn't get into trouble. And you hated it, <laughs> yeah. and you fucking like, and there was a war because like, we, and then like it was, it was like Big Brother, Little Brother, like that was oh, our yeah. relationship. And, yeah, it was like uh, fun. It was like fun at first. It it always seemed like good at first because I'm like, yeah, Malcolm, let's go, and we'd go out. But then as soon as like Big Brother had the breakdown, no, 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 you can't do, you can't go there. Then it was like, ugh, ugh, you know, <laughs> throwing tantrums and stuff. <laughs> I had to literally physically prevent you from getting into a car with Vince Vaughn. <laughs> yeah, <it> was, <laughs> like I was, was like, fun. yeah. I mean, there was no, nah, there was. It, I mean, it was, but you, and you, and then you started dressing like a pimp, like you had that fucking. You just like you just really, really went for it. Like you had a, you were having a good. Would you say that that time in Los Angeles was one of your favorite? I mean, look, you've recently had two children. Congratulations! Yeah. By the Thank way. you. You're a father. I mean that that makes me fucking so happy. Like well, that you, you reach that like. You know, like, I mean, again, we've known each other for almost 30 years. And we've, you know, I think we've both seen each other, like, ups and downs and this and that. And just to see what you came back from and what you what you built is is one of the most beautiful. It literally, it makes me feel so good. And you have Thank such you. a good wife. Like, you just, like, I know, like, I know your wife fairly well, mm -hmm. who's an incredible person. And, like, it's just, like... I like I know that you are well taken care of and I know that you're becoming the man that I'm sure you always wanted to be because you're, you've always been a man with like no matter how bad things got like you you know you have an honor and a code and you have those things that like you're not like you you've never you're, you're not a, you've never been a shitty person like you have a very good heart. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's been good. It's been it's definitely a change. Um but again, it's, it's been, it's been great, but it definitely is. I know you started to say like, it was back then was, I feel like mall rats was a great time for me, but it was like, um, you know, I was, I guess 19. So I'm just saying like mall rats, then to go to Vancouver to do drawing flies. Like those months were so surreal. Cause it's like all of a sudden now I'm out of, out of New Jersey and I'm with people and, and, I still wasn't using drugs. I just was eating edibles and drinking and stuff, but not even like black all the time, blackout drunk. So there was still that like uh, innocence almost. And it was so much fun and surreal. And like, things were like, this is crazy. I'm in Vancouver. I've never been out of the country. Uh, I'm in Minnesota. Um, and we had a blast and then like things happened. And then, yes, it was definitely a great time. Um, I feel like for a period of when my addiction was bad, that was definitely Jay and Bob was definitely probably the best. Cause again, I was off the drugs, but still drinking and still going out. And I wouldn't say it was healthy cause I would black out and do things like that. But, 
but yeah, we did. We had a good time. It was like there were some memorable, unforgettable moments. I mean, again, was, that, <laughs> so. you were young, you were young and hot in Hollywood at it before iPhones, before fucking that whole thing. So you got to experience a level like you you got to see a level of debauchery and a lot of i'm sure you saw a lot of it like crazy fucking shit like because yeah. now like a lot of that's just gone away right because with iphones nobody could do anything but i remember back in the day like there like i just remember some very very interesting even i remember once we came uh we came out of a bar and we were almost gonna get into a street fight with another group of celebrities that i won't yeah oh <laughs> yeah Oh, I mean, it was surreal. Again, it is. It, it's it, it's it's like I don't know if it's still like that. It's like I wonder now, because again, I haven't no. been out forever. But I know it's not exactly like that. But I wonder if people, like in my head, people don't go out anymore. Like people used to go to clubs every night, and it would be like there would be a table to our left, and it would be like you know this celebrity, this celebrity, this celebrity, and over here would be this celebrity, this. Celebrity. And now, I mean, I just feel like, and again, I'm sure maybe the young people are going out i don't know it just seems like i i don't even know i don't even know i said that's all sort of i feel like i was dialed in for a little while where i was like oh this club's happening this club's happening let's go do this let's go have fun now it's like hey let's wake up make sure that my kids got breakfast and we get ready for school uh and then i gotta do 10 o'clock i'm gonna be doing a podcast with malcolm and then after this i gotta go record uh you know we're doing Kevin and I, well, Trevor from from Clerks Two and Clerks Three, uh, did it started doing a video game, Jay and Silent Bob Chronic Blunt Punch, and they've been trying to get it done for a while, and they I guess things are coming together, so I'm going to do voiceover for that. Um, so yeah, it's like now it just seems like it's wait the kids, and then there's a period of hours that I try to do some work for myself. Uh, and then come home, pick them up, and ballet. Ballet's in my life, Malcolm. <laughs> I'm going to be a dancing dad, which I'm excited about. So I did rehearsals last night from 6 to 7.30. Ballet. ballet. Yeah, that's believe amazing. it or not. Like, that's my, literally uh, <laughs> that's the greatest thing in the world. That makes me so happy. Like It was, it was fun because, again, Logan's really the ballerina, but she's doing this big production. I imagine she would be. Uh, she loves it and she loves it and, and it, she's great. It's great to watch. It it like warms my heart and and it's cool because part of this big production, the Nutcracker, there's a couple dances where the dads they ask the dads to volunteer and uh, come part of the play show whatever um, the dads dance. So I've been rehearsing and it's it's very interesting. <laughs> You've been doing the dad dance, the dad ballet dance. I wish I could. If I had more room, I would try to show you. Because at first, when they, when they said that they're gonna be dancing dads, I was like, oh man, I used to like we were just talking about. It. I used to go to the club, right? I know get the dance, but it's not at all that. It's literally like do 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 one step, two steps, twirl, spin. It's pretty. Pretty interesting. It's, and it's the greatest thing ever, though, right? Like it's it is. Just, it's your fucking kid. Like, I don't know. Like, really I'll never is. I'll never have that experience of like, you know, I have a cat. You know what I mean? That's that's my closest having a child. And it's of course nothing like having, mm -hmm. but it just kind of like the experience of like it's your fucking kid. Like, I don't know. It, it's it must be really, really, really satisfying. 
It is. It and is. horrifying as well, I guess. It is. But again, and I do feel like, as silly as it sounds, I know that when 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 Jordan and I had Jersey uh, as a puppy and growing, I mean, you have the cat. And it, it's, again, there's still same feelings. Keeping the cat alive, feeding the cat, the worrisome of the cat. Oh, my God, my cat's limping. I'm worried. Is the cat going to be a, like you still have some of that? You just don't. You know, and then but you're like, satisfied when the cat jumps off the <laughs> off the refrigerator. But there is some of that. But I get what you're saying. That it's not definitely not the same. No. Sense, but it's it's great. It has been great, man. It really has. You're a man who lives on a schedule. I mean, I'm lucky we got you. You're fucking. You're you're moving and shaking. Well, again, I couldn't say no. I, I you know, at first I'm like, wait, is it the same thing? And I was like, well, no. But of course, honestly. As goofy as is, again, I've said it, and you said it earlier, we've had some rough patches, but I don't even know the rough patches, besides me, like, when I was like, ugh, but I I told Jordan all the time, it's like, we've known each other forever, and I've always cared for you, so it's like, I wouldn't not ever do anything if, if you needed something. What and I, I try and help? keep it, and I try and keep <laughs> it, like the... Yeah, I mean, we we started the thing is we started a, a podcast like you were gracious enough we, we like we were gonna restart Blowhard, mm-hmm. and then like um, Donald Trump became president, and I was just kind of like, I'm I'm a blowhard man, and you are a person who like you know I, I think you keep your you know you you're not you you know you're not you're not a political guy. No. Like you, and, and it's just and it's just like and not in a bad way or a good way but it's just like you don't need to fucking you don't feel the need to talk about those things and i knew that i was gonna be like if i had a podcast and i was like oh i don't want to bring jason into me fucking like i get what you're up. saying yeah no that's like good because it, it. It, it, it started off like fun like da, da, da. and then for me trump got elected and as a gay man and stuff like all of a sudden it was like you know what happens in America definitely affects Canada, and I was just like, I I just saw trouble. Yeah. So yeah. basically, I was just like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to drag Muse into a podcast where I all of a sudden go off the rails and be like, about yeah. politics. Yeah, I get what you're so saying. Just, yeah, if you were able to share your voice with the people, and then I, well, not only would it, for me, it would be like you said, I would be like. You know, I'm always worried about when I am, when I'm doing a show or going to, they're going to ask me one of those questions where I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, I only started voting. But I didn't think I could vote. And I didn't even vote until I was for years ago because Jordan looked into it because I thought I wasn't allowed to because I had gotten arrested and gotten trouble. I always thought like, oh, I got, I got arrested. I can't vote. I'm a felon. And but then Jordan figured out that like over years when you're when it's over anyway. So I just started voting because, yeah, I just don't know. It's not been something that that I've really paid attention to and, you know, too deeply. But, but the thing about it is, is that like everybody doesn't have to hear everybody's opinions about it. I think everybody's getting sick. I was actually just texting with Kevin and like we were just like some news stories about some things that just happened. It's just like. Everybody feels they've got to have a fucking strong opinion about things. And it's just like mm-hmm. people don't like people don't have to know how you vote. People don't have to like people don't know everything about everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah but like uh 
rough times being you. I mean, I don't know. Like, you, fucking Vancouver. Um, me and Jason made a movie in, like, I was in, like, 97, I guess. No, 90. Yeah. No, it was 96. It was after yeah, Mallrats. Yeah, 90. Yeah, so it was right was after. It, I feel like we came. I feel like I remember going. We picked you up at the San Diego Comic-Con. And yes. one of the fucking greatest rock star moments. Like, it, that was so... Um, that like that trip was incredible. Like that trip to Comic Con for Mallrats, yeah. And then like we drove you from then from like fucking the great success of fucking Mallrats at the Comic Con, where it was like treated like you know fucking the like it was a huge event. And then we brought you up to Vancouver. <laughs> I know, like drove, Vancouver. Right? Yep. Yeah, how, where, and I was trying to think. I've mentioned this before, and again, it's like the way my, it's like things that I remember being in the car. And how many hours is it from there? Because so, oh, did we long. stop somewhere? We stopped once. We went to see Jason Lee's friend Chris Pateras, I believe, at one yes, point in San Francisco. <laughs> um, Chris Pateras, I believe that's his name. And then we we kind of yeah, like it's a, it's a long drive. Uh, you slept. Nice. You're just like, cause you, well, because you were just like, I don't want any part of this long drive. You were very kind of like kind to be like, yeah, all right, I'll get in a car with 18, eight for 18 fucking hours with these fucking <laughs> yahoos that I just met. Okay. Um, but Vancouver itself, like that, that set and everything, that was uh, like, because we built a set for all the actors, like the set was on, like the, the set was in where we lived. It was the environment yeah. where we lived. And I tried, I don't know, that was a neat experiment. I love that movie. Like I drawing flies was a very fun experience. No, like, it was. I, I totally again, and I I love that I had my own little tower clubhouse in the corner. Um, and again, that was like before I got really messed up. And so I still was able to have a couple beers. I remember we would I would go, you had a friend, like I met an acquaintance or a friend of yours who made edibles. And I remember going like it's weird because I like there's there's like blank spots, but I remember like going to this person's house who had another. She like lived in a warehouse or something, and she would bake these this butter and cookies. And I, I went there to get some, and I don't know. It was interesting. It's it was it was fun. I mean, the bridge too. Just the area was beautiful. Like being able to walk across that bridge and uh, the what's it the Vera the the Oh, the bridge in uh Capitan? Oh. No. No. Capazana? Oh. Am I even it's close? <laughs> the Capitan, you know, fucking like you got there close and I it's the Capilano suspension bridge. Motherfucker, look at you. But like that was a location. Like we had yeah. to like haul gear um across a suspension bridge yeah. uh, to shoot. I can't believe we got that location. Like that was no, incredible. it was great. It was fun. It was great and it was beautiful. Again, it was Again, we were out there and and didn't have a. It's not like we were had trailers and stuff, but it was. It didn't. I didn't care. It was so. It was fun. Again, it was the beginning. It really was for me too. It's like I went from clerks to like shooting at night with Kevin to coming home and roofing and doing work. Then I left roofing and went to Minnesota for three months, staying in a hotel per diem. Uh, it was so surreal. Um, and then I went home. And then went to San Diego for Comic-Con, which, like you said, was like, wow. And then we drove to Vancouver. And now I'm in Vancouver in a warehouse for uh, 
I don't know. Were we there about you think two months, a month? I can't. We were there for long. two months. I two think months, it was yeah. Two months, and then you went right from there to chasing Amy, like literally. Yeah, it's crazy. It was. It was. It was awesome. And then I also did. I think. I think around that time I did like a day on Johnson's movie Bulger. Yeah, and then you did a day on Taillights Fade. You had a scene with Breckin Meyer at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. That was great, dude. Non-stop, cuz. It was good. It was it was nice. Again, that was like it was like back to back, but it's funny too. Cause again, it's one of those things where back then I remember like like I got home and I was like, I just did you know, clerks, small rats, drawing flies, vulgar, taillights fade, um, chasing Amy. And people are like, dude, you've done like six movies. How many houses you're going to buy? How many cars? I'm like, it's not like that, bro. It's not, it's not at all like that. So, which it's is like that now, though. It, you, you would think that. then. I mean, but still not the same. I mean, I'm not like, believe me, we're like, this is not, you know, I'll show you exactly. You guys that. work fucking hard for your money. I'm like, not saying are, we don't. I'm not saying we don't. You're a hardworking family. You could appreciate. hundred percent. Like, oh, 100%. I'm not, I'm just saying it's, it's different though. It's like, when it's funny when you do think, even for me, like when you see someone and you're like, oh my God, this guy's been in like six, seven movies. Before I knew how movies worked in the business, you would think someone who did seven, eight movies is like got a couple million bucks in the bank. And, you know what I mean? But but when you're starting off, it's like Clerks was like nothing. You know, later Kevin threw a little something. Uh, Mallrats was SAG union scale, which at the time I think was 16 grand after taxes and stuff like that. It was like eight grand. You know what I mean? So that's like in the and like and then we did drawing flies, which I don't remember what that was, but very similar. Uh Anyway, the point is, is like, it, this is over like a four year span, right? Four year span. Maybe there were six movies, but in four years after taxes and everything, it probably cleared about maybe 20 grand, <laughs> which 20 grand for four years, you're not buying houses and cars. And you were the, but, and you were the worst thing, like being poor and famous is is i imagine got to be the worst thing people yeah people expect i mean they think like again they would i would especially when i would be gone for four months and i'd come back to jersey and to my hometown and where we at i'm like i just shot another movie and they're like oh my god man let's go buy me a couple drinks man i'm like well are you talking about and you know at the time it's by that point like my mom was out and sick and then like then i started using which didn't help the situation that's the worst too is like even that little bit it's like even over time after that it's like even when i started to build up a little bit of cash flow it's like then i started using and that was not helpful you know what i'm saying like when you're doing uh hard drugs and drinking and smoking and like that shit went quick let me ask you do you get sick of talking about the addiction you get sick no, of people. No, it still happens. I mean, I just did one. I mean, I just talked about it a bunch because I did a podcast. You know, we've been trying to, we've really been promoting, and we have to do it on this one too, is the Jay and Silent Bob cruise askew. You know, we're doing the cruise, Kevin and I, from February 23rd to the 26th uh, from Miami to Nassau, Bahamas. 
Uh, and it's going to be awesome. All these people are going to be there, live music, podcasts. It's going to be fun. I've never been on a cruise. Very excited. But anyway, so I've done like maybe four, five, four podcasts in the past six months, five months. Um, and so I'm just saying, every, not everyone, but out of the, the only one I feel like who didn't touch on it much was I was on Jack Osborne's podcast. But him and I have known each other. We live together. Same like you, where you, you know, and we we still talk and tell stories, but you don't dig deep because you sort of know and you could dig deep if you want to. But like some of these guys I talked to were like, I was reading your bio and I see here and I know most people do mind if I ask, you know, it says here that you grew up in Highlands and your mom was a drug addict, you know, stuff like that. And, but no, I don't, it doesn't bother me. It's like, again, it's part of the whole journey. It's like, even after the movie, after we did movies and got sober, you know, Kevin and I toured with get old for so many years. Yeah. So it's like, you know, that was, and that was because of that, me relapsing and and then talking about it and uh so it's you know it is what it is you know i i think that like something like that is like it's funny because when i was doing the clerk documentary and like mm -hmm. i knew you're gonna be in it and i was like okay do we cover it and i was like you know what like you've done your time talking about it like you've done mm -hmm. podcasts about it you've done anything and like the one thing like you're so much more like knowing you as a full person like that like you the fact that you were a junkie is the least interesting thing about you mm. like there's so much more to the person you are and there's so much more to look at kind of like your victories and kind of like knowing what you went through and, and knowing where you got to like that to me is just kind of like that's i mean it's an incredible story I mean, in my family, like, you know, I, I witnessed addiction firsthand and it ended very tragically. And, um, you know, it's always, it's like, it's, you know, it's great that you do talk about it because it lets people know that, you know, that you can get out of it. Yes, and it, no, for sure. Cause, like, I mean, because it, it's, it's a, it's like, it's a very, but you, like, uh, your wife was very, I, I think that you, and you, ultimately it gets you just make a choice to get sober no but it was definitely a combo i mean again i feel like again it's been multiple things it's like again like there's been uh, there's definitely been the, the 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 people that have stuck by and helped for sure i mean again i definitely got i know it's got to be hard doing it alone i mean again and i feel like it was you know it's got to be tough if someone doesn't have someone sticking by or, or, um, or even understands and talks about it. Cause I feel like, you know I mean? It's like some, that's the thing is like in the beginning, it was tough because I, I feel like the people I, I knew didn't really know about it that wanted to help. Like Kevin didn't really understand. And I, I'm not saying, and I don't know, like when, you know, when we were getting to know each other, it's not like everyone understood exactly the, you know, the, how hard it was or, 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 the um the well, it's a disease it's yeah. a the thing yeah. is, it's a it's a fucking disease it's just mm -hmm. kind of like it has to be dealt with a disease it can't be dealt like it's just it's not a flaw in your personality it's a disease yeah. and that's one of the biggest things it's funny because in my family like my, my my younger sister had a big problem with my brother's addiction mm -hmm. and ultimately 
like I kept saying to her, it's not him. It's it's the disease. And a lot of people, understandably, they just see the actions of the person that can be really fucking intense. And they're just kind of like, this person is fucking horrible. And it's like, no, 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 man, it's not them. It's Yeah, yeah. And it's like, and in the head, they're, and, and people that don't get it in their head, they're just like, well, why don't you just stop? They can't just stop. It's it's easy. Just don't do it. And it's like, and it is sort of that, but it's not that easy. So I'm saying it's like you do have to stop, but it's not just like, especially like when you, especially the with you know, depending on drugs or alcohol, that the first few days of the fit, you get not only mentally, physically, you're you know. It, so I get it. It is. It's tough, and it's not everyone gets it. But thankfully, you know, there's been definitely. Uh, a lot of support for me there always had been and again with the podcast i feel like over time it became a lot of people who listen too i feel like again i still for not so much now because it's been a long time but like the first five years i'd be somewhere as like at a you know i'd be in minnesota gonna be doing something and someone in starbucks would be like yo I listen to the podcast. How many days you have sober? You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, three years, two months, you know, this type of thing. So <laughs> <Five> years, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was, it was cool. It was like, I was accountable and people would call me out. Not to mention that over time, people started coming up to me being like, Hey man, I, I listened to the thing and it really, I let my, I told my brother about it. He's been struggling and he started listening to it and he said it's it's really been helping him get through each day. He'll listen to a couple episodes a day when he's struggling. And so that's always cool to hear too. So I mean it you're is, a it's a very it's very generous of you to share it because ultimately like I'm a different person. I'd be like, fuck off. I mean, like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Like it's just kind of like, look, I had that experience. It was a long time ago, but like to have the ability to, to be generous enough and knowing your health, that's that's a very good quality to have as a human being. Well, thank you, sir. What shirt are you wearing? I just saw you move back. What shirt? It's, it's a Godfather. Oh, oh, very cool. Okay, okay. Is it's, this the same place? Are you still in the same place that dude, I went to? But yeah, I'm just like I'm still in the same <laughs> place, like, but dude. no. But let me. No, dude. Uh, I found out. Like, got a letter. Like today, I got the letter. They're tearing down my fucking building. No, and you've been yeah. there like fifteen years or more. I've been right? here twenty three years. This what? is my fucking womb. Like I moved to LA and like lived in LA. Like when I went down and do a fucking yeah, yeah. blowhard initially and stuff. Like I moved and I kept paying rent here because I loved it. So like it was you know. As yeah, far as yeah, with yeah. the cubby, it's kind of oh, like yeah. all my fucking memories, my fucking comes all over the walls. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> wait, so 20. So wait, and how much time did they give you? They're tearing, literally tearing down everything. I got a year. They're fucking like, literally like they're tearing it down and they're going to put up a big fucking skyscraper. Like, and now, do, they, do they, do they give you any, uh, do they, do they even care? Like, is it, do you feel like it's the same people that have owned it for 23 years that you've been paying rent no. to? So it's no, changed no. hands. It's changed hands. Like now it's just a multi. I mean, I knew it was gonna kind of. I knew it was happening because, like, I'm, I'm on a prime piece of real estate in Toronto, like in the queer village. Like I'm right in the corner. Like I have a like the fact that I've had the place this long is very lucky because I'm like, yeah. a, you know, I'm in a fucking three story walk up. I'm like right. I have a great patio. I I I really lucked oh, yeah. out on locations. Why I kept it. But it's really fucking weird to wake up and just kind of like, 
um for somebody to say like you have a year to lose your home yeah there's nothing i could do there's nothing no. i could do about it and like all these like i've always been like look my health has been fucked up i've dealt with some emotional traumas it's been a really hard year but at least i don't have to fucking deal with what all those uh, you know people are dealing with in the housing market which is heartbreaking and apartment mm-hmm. hunting and i was like thank god that is not my problem and then it's like, oh, I got that problem too. Yeah, yeah that's so I'm fucking. Well, at least you, I, I mean, they and they won't. Do they? Do they offer any? Um... They offer you. They let me. Um, when the building is built, I'll be allowed a unit, um, like the same size at my same rent. But oh, that's I gotta great. It's great, but it's but it's, it's gonna long take time. Them I understand. Fucking, like, <laughs> like it's gonna it's like my life becomes chaos, and I got a cat that's already got adjustment no, issues. No, I understand. So kind of like, yeah, because so I would I'm imagine kinda, it takes it's gonna take years, right? Especially if it's a big big sky. It's gonna yeah, be a it's gonna big take building. like four years. So it's kind of like I mean, Kevin's Kevin's very much into like I've always kind of wanted to be like a, get a Winnebago. And yeah. then because Kevin's really pushing like for me to kind of like hit the road with like me and my cat hit the road um, and then just fucking like live on the road for three or four years till this place is ready. Yeah. Which is it, just bro. like, what other option do I like? I'm like, I guess. Dude, you could hook up. You could hook up a pot, your studio, a little thing. I told you saw um, I, I did the podcast with uh, Steve-O. Steve-O. He has yeah. his van set up. Dude, you could totally set up your van or Winnebago or some in the back. Have your reply. You could you can record on the road, and it'd actually be pretty cool, man. I mean, think it'd be pretty it. like the nomadic. I mean, I gotta think about it. It's not like, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, it's not true. a matter of like yeah, you should think about that. It's yeah. like no fucking, you should do that. Yeah, and like Kevin, yeah. and so like it's so funny because Kevin's like Kevin's already got plans. He's just oh, kind of yeah. like. Like he, Kevin has an agenda of what I should do, which I is like fucking it. always funny. And so, well, I mean, Kevin's also an incredibly supportive friend, and yeah. you know, so I mean, so he's trying to fucking. He, he knows the year I've had. He's like, no, it'll. He's tr- he's try. He's trying to turn into a fun. He's like, no, man, it'll be fun. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, but I'm losing my home. No, I know that stinks, but but maybe yeah. again, maybe you do the the adventure, and then maybe you come back. How awesome if you could get. Like when they build the new structure, what if like you could get the apartment that's literally where you are now? Because you would still have the the spirit of the the of, of your place will be in the new place, right? Because maybe you could literally get it on because your your apartment's the one right on the corner, right of the thing. So when you step out, you look yeah. down, you're on. So maybe you can get that same place. That could be the goal, and and your spirit of the apartment will be there. I like it though. You could drive right down because you're Toronto, so you could drive down and check out, like, come all the way down to the secret stash and make it a rounds and stuff. I think it's I'm cool. Gonna come it's track, I'm gonna go track you down my Winnebago. I'll do it. I'll, I'm getting it. You can make it. There could be your thing. You could come go down to see uh, to Atlantic Highlands, do like a live show at the pot at Kevin's Theater, then go to like the stash. Then you can start going cross country to come see me and then i could do an episode with you there you go so you already have an episode with kevin i got plenty. me 
I I got plans. Plans. Yeah, in adventures. Plans in the office. I like it, dude. So, um, let me ask you a question. Go for it. It's important to me. All right. Your kid. Does yes. She like Taylor Swift. She does. She does. Like, does she like her a lot? Yeah, yeah, she does. Oh, she likes Taylor Swift. She loves Olivia Rodrigo. No, they're not getting along right now. The two of them? Yeah, Olivia and yeah, Taylor. I didn't know that. I don't know. That. Yes. I didn't know that. But it's funny because Logan actually is tonight supposed to go see live uh, a 30 minute. I guess there's like some secret show that popped up going to see Jealousy, Jealousy. That's Olivia Rodrigo. I can't sing it, but. You she's just did. Uh, she, oh, she's I, gonna go see a like. See, that's the thing. Like, you, you live in Hollywood. You're like, oh, there's an Olivia Rodrigo event coming exactly. up. I get you get to be the fucking <laughs> pimp dad. Like, just well, not like, me. Yeah. My the wife actually. The wife got it. Wife's... Her, like she Jordan had gotten. I guess her friend had gotten one tickets on like some radio thing for a secret. I don't know. I know all the details, but there, it, her and her friend are gonna go. But the problem is, is they were. They were all amped up and ready to go and the plans and they're excited. Then they ended up calling and finding out, hey, like, what's a good time to get there? We don't want to go the whole time because there's other people performing that we don't feel is appropriate necessarily. Um, and then they're like, oh, she's probably going to go on like around 11 o'clock at night. So my wife, you know, so we were like, well, wait, she's in bed usually by 930, the latest you really the person on the phone, like, we don't care. We got Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> know, exactly. What do you got? <laughs> We're like, no, change the time now. But yeah, she does like Taylor Swift a lot. And she's always liked her. Like Olivia Rodrigo thing is like a new thing. But Logan has like, uh, you know, she's always been on the playlist, especially like, shake it off, shake it off. She looks know? like a good Taylor girl. Blank space, you know. I've gotten really I've gotten really into to Taylor Swift. She was That's actually good. on my Spotify list. My Spotify list was like fucking like Taylor Swift, Rolling Stones, Bob Dylan. Like, like it. it was a very no. it was a very odd list. But I, I I'm I've been a big uh, I like Taylor Swift. I like it. I I do too. I like some of the song. I don't know all of them, but we have again same thing. Spotify playlist. Logan has her Logan's list, um, and she has. Again, like three songs on there from her that I know. I know she's listened to more, but um, but yeah, she likes her. She does like uh, she likes it. I'm trying to think, Victoria Justice. I don't know if you would know her, but she loves Ariana Grande. Uh, no man, she, but she likes her mainly because she likes her from the show Victorious. Then right, she was on that show, Sam and Cat, lot. little Nickelodeon. So, you know, that's what happened. Eight-year-olds, she's almost nine already, dude. April 1st, she'll be nine. And you know what? June 12th, guess how old this guy is? How old? 50, fitty. Bro. You're 50. crazy? I, well, you know how old I am? I'm 55. Dude, I, I honestly, I'm just like, I never thought I'd make it this long. Like, right? I wake up some days and I'm like, still? Like, yeah. you know? <laughs> it, it's... it's so wait, how old were you on Mallrats? You were twenty. I was in my twenties, probably twenty. I was always like a year older than Kevin. Yeah, so know. you're five. I think you're five years old, about five yeah. years. I was about nineteen. Yeah. So you were about twenty-four, dude. Yeah. 
How crazy is that? So when I met you, you were 20, 24, and you still never, you never, you wouldn't tell me. Jay. I'm, I'm a gay. Jay, I like when a, when a cock comes out, <laughs> I like to suck it. I had to like pull it out of you. No. Um, it's so funny because you know what? I remember, dude. I remember exactly where I was when I found out that you finally told Kevin. Ke is really? I was in, uh, yeah, dude. I remember because, well, part of the reason I remember it too is I was laugh? in, I was, well, I no, my thing was like, I knew it. I freaking knew it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I was, I was in, uh, Mar the marble of rehab when i went to turn myself in in new jersey uh because i was like i yeah i have a warrant i can't do anything kevin won't let me do jersey girl because he was worried if i got uh you know if i got arrested for my warrant on the east coast anyway so i turned myself in i went to six months in rehab and when i was in those six months they i was able to talk to kevin and kevin i uh, like every saturday i'd get a phone call with kevin and Kevin told me one Saturday, and I was in Marlboro in this uh, rehab, when he told me, he's like, yo, he's like, you know, I was with Malcolm. Malcolm sat me down, talked to me. Anyway, it's it's very interesting that, that I remember that. And that was in about 2000, I think that was 2003-ish? No. It was, no, it was 2000. It was around uh, J.M. Bob. Yeah, 2001. You're right. Because right after, wait. Jay and Bob, 2001. Then I came and went there. I don't even. But yes, it was. Jay and Bob was right when we shot that. That no, you didn't say anything then, though. Because I came the, out to a few people. Yeah, I got really drunk one night, and I came out. Of, like I got drunk. That was the night of I quit. Like, yes. You weren't. Yes. I, I came quit. out the the night that I the night I got really really drunk, like things called early and me and jen uh kevin's wife said fuck it and like it was a weird dance set and we just went back to ledge where we were staying and yeah. we just got me and we pulled out the blender and we just got fucking hammered by the pool and nice. like we were just like drinking and then we got byron drunk and fucking <laughs> so like jen's like father-in-law was drunk and then fucking uh so Kevin comes home and like fucking Harley is literally like sitting with a bucket of ice cream, eating out of a bucket of ice cream. Yeah. Like Byron's passed out on the floor and me and Jen are just like, blah, blah, blah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazing, bro. That, that was, was fun. Uh, that was I fun the, too. I remember the fucking, the first time I met you um, was like, it was, uh, we were in, LA staying at the Sheridan of the Hilton. I was staying with Kevin. You were there, and they wanted you when you were supposed to audition for Mallrats to be in Mallrats. Yeah. Made the audition for it, and I remember walking. It's it's a memory that's fucking in my head, like like buried, and it's it's such a great memory. Um, like all the actors, like the way it was, it was in the Black Building. The audition was the Black Building yeah. Universal. And the way it is, you walk down a hill and there's a little courtyard where all the actors were reading their lines and shit. And you start walking down the hill and I think you were like, snow guns! <laughs> and I remember talking to Brecken Meyer after the fact who was down the hill and everybody just looked up and was like, fuck. 
Like, we're not getting this role. Like, you you fucking announced yourself in such a great way that all these actors are about to read for your role that you're going to read to are just like, what the fuck are we doing here? I forgot. So it was so, I mean, it, that was, that was interesting. That's when I first got to meet Lee um, and Ethan Suplee. And remember, uh, um, what's her name? There were so many people there, which blew me away. Cause I was like, oh my God, I know that person. I know this person, you know, it, it was very interesting, but in it, it's funny because at that point it's like, like now I know how everyone felt, not because of me even, just in general about auditioning for a movie. But then I didn't care because I didn't really audition ever. And I'm like, I don't know about this audition. Like I was like, I just got to have some fun and do it, my, do what I got to do, right? Do what I do. But after that, I realized where people are like, I remember people sitting in the chair being like, uh, like reading their dialogue, trying to memorize it a little bit and coming up with different ways to say it. Like snooch to the newt, snooch. To the nude, you know, but I didn't, it, it, and I remember looking around going, this is so weird. Why are they all being so quiet? We're here for a pizza party. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I was like, so like snooze to the news. I was like, what are you guys doing? You know, and I'm running through the halls and like, I, I forget saying, uh, it was, it was so interesting to think now, but again, at the time, it's just like, Kevin's like, you got to come out and audition. I'm like, all right. Um, but now I know over the years, like going into the, it's so such a, it's such a weird, I don't want to say weird, but stressful, I guess. Cause when you really want, especially if you read something really cool, it's like, Oh my God, they're redoing, um, you know, my Magnum PI show. I love that show. I want to be on it, you know? And then you're reading it and you're like, Oh man, I really, I I'm perfect for this part, but Oh my gosh, over there is look at it's the dude from you know married with children. <laughs> you know, like I remember, like I remember I went to actually audition for something for Magnum PI. And I remember it was like, what's his name was there? Uh, and they all know each other too. They all know each other from still. Um, I feel like from over the years, all growing up here and 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 auditioning for years, and like uh the dude from Married with Children was there, and then um I really like him. He's nice. He was actually in Clerks too, but he was on the show Alias. Kevin Kevin Wiseman. Kevin okay. Wiseman. He he was anyway, but he was there. And then uh, also uh, the guy married to, and I can't believe I can't think of his name, Veronica Mars. Oh, that guy. Uh, he, he was on uh, that show that fucking. How could I not remember his name? I know, Dax, but I can't think of his Dax name either. Shepherd. Thanks. How, how, how can we forget a name like Dax Shepherd? I know. I don't know. I don't know why, but he was there too. So my point is like, and I remember me being there wanting to get the, like being like, I like Magnum PI. This would be so cool. Like, go to Hawaii and be part of the like, do, 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 how people felt when we were doing mall rats, but again, I didn't at the time. So, you know, I was being, a, which is silly. I guess, like you said, Brecken was like, Oh crap. But in my head, I just was like, stitch to the news. Let's have fun. We're having pizza, you know, but I get why everyone was quiet now, but at the at that time I didn't know. I was like, why is everyone sitting in chairs separated from each other and reading that, like looking down, you know, is interesting. You were the man. It's interesting, the different perspective. And then after that day, we went to Universal. We got a 
picture that I still have. Remember that fucking? I do the old timey cowboy like saloon, right? Yeah. I was so excited about that. I'm like, we gotta get a picture. And we got oh. it's like, Mo, me, you, Mosier, and Kevin. It was so fun, dude. It honestly was. I, I remember that. I do remember that. I remember parts of like, again, that was my first time in California for me. Never leaving Jersey. Uh, maybe I've been to New York twice, like, you know, uh, and maybe Florida once for like, you know, school trips or what have you. So and now all of a sudden I'm across the U.S. into another and I'm in New uh, California and only New California from like you watch movies and Universal Studios is in the movies, Beverly Hills Cop, you know, or, um, uh, you know, 90210 and stuff like that. And now all of a sudden I land, they give me, they get me a first class ticket. They fly me to California. I've never been in a plane first class or in a plane. I think I might, cause I think even when I went to Florida, the one time I drove, so I'd never been in a plane. All of a sudden I'm in a plane, I land. And then I remember a limo was waiting outside for me and I got in the limo and I'm driving down the street and there's palm trees. And I'm like, this is amazing. 19 years old. Welcome to the hotel. California and that was playing in the in the car dude it was that is probably that moment I swear is probably like besides my children being born was probably my one of my top three moments it's ever. a core memory it really is it really was it was so surreal I'm like Who, wow at this point who's the biggest star you met you think who's to the me, one you're like holy shit Vincent D'Onofrio because uh, I love him. I love him. You went to fucking uh, really? Oh, William Shatner? Jack. Maybe William Shatner? What? He talked to me. You see him at every fucking con. What are you talking about? I know. About? Uh, but who, who else can we say? Oh, I Al mean, I'm not trying to be. I mean, the thing about it is. But is I've that, seen like, many. But wait, but here, here's, here's a question I'll ask. Tell me. Did you ever see Affleck as a celebrity? Like I'm not no. being weird about that. I know he is, but I feel like I feel like there's a different feeling vibe for me, like with him. I know he is. Don't get me wrong. I know he's like, you know what I'm saying? He's won Oscars and all that. And same with Matt, but it's weird, like because I don't know Matt very well. I see Matt almost as a bigger star in my eyes. You know, the born identities and all that stuff. Uh or or uh What's the one where he plays like uh, I can't believe it. I can't think of the name, but anyway, I I know Ben's been a lot of stuff and he's been so I do see him that way. Don't get me wrong, but all right, I feel it's like just the relationship. how you how you relate to somebody. It's not how you see that. It's like like his with like you and Kevin. Like it never like it's there's never like oh my so you, you know it it doesn't exactly like, same with I me with him. Yeah, I feel that way I with love, him. But I love the one thing that I like is I love to watch the energy around celebrities. Like, what, like what, when, when seeing people react, it's always there's always a kind of interesting energy. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, one of the coolest, I not coolest, a surreal time for me was when I got to go to, to Magic Mountain with Ben and Matt and and watching them walk through Magic Mountain was surreal because everyone there tourists people like oh ah, and like we could barely walk five feet you know it's it's like when it was like when kevin and i went to comic-con 
back and not now, but back when like Morats came out. You know what I mean? Like it was small. There's an energy. Yeah, the energy. That's how it was for me. But again, I, for me, it's like different because I feel like for me growing the last so many years. So that's why I, to me mentioning Vince D'Onofrio because he's someone I've watched and I think is awesome, not only in Law and Order, but then Kingpin. And I think he's amazing. And then William Shatner, I just know he's been around forever. Um, but these are guys I want to talk to and I can't imagine working with. So that's why I say when I met them and same with, you know, who I've been, it's, who's been really cool. I've, I've, I've uh, crossed paths with and is really nice uh, a bunch. Uh, um, Charlie Hunnam. Um, oh, you know, really? I, I, yeah. Like I know him from Sons of Anarchy. Sexy. I know um, for being hot. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But he's the nicest guy. I've spoken to him many times that we always sat in the bump in each other at, at, at these events. And he'll be like, oh, hey, how you been? You know, blah, 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 blah. And I'll wind up sitting there chatting with him for five, 10 minutes. And I'm like, it's this is so surreal because all, all I think every time I see him is riding through this storm all alone. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so anyway, there's it's it's in. But I get what you're saying. I still go to cons. I've been going to conventions a couple times a year for 20 years, whatever. I still go in the green room and I'll sit there and I'll be like, because it's so surreal. It's so surreal when I'm sitting there in a room with Jason Momoa, you know, and Bruce Campbell. Oh, snap. There's, you know, Shatner. Uh, you know, it's, it's so, it's still... I had, the, me. I had the ultimate weird moment being backstage with Kevin. I don't know if you were there. Um, when they fucking uh, announced the Kevin was on stage. We we're all backstage when they were announcing the original Avengers cast. And yeah. they hadn't announced um, Mark Ruffalo yet. So I was like, oh, so Ruffalo is going to be Hulk. And it was just kind of like you're sitting backstage. You're just like holy shit like all of a yeah. sudden like the avengers assemble in front of you and you're it, like, yeah right it's very odd it's odd no i totally remember that it's and they're trying to watch the trailer themselves and like you see them high-fiving like yeah we did this movie man you know and it's so weird it's like <laughs> <laughs> have yeah. you ever did you ever do the ride to depth's house did kevin ever, did you ever i you know i think i did once i feel like i went there once actually and hung out uh with Kev, because I think we were going there. I think Kevin was going there to meet with him, uh, to chat with him. Again, surreal. Like that is surreal to me. Like that, like he did that to me. Like here's Kevin's uh Kevin and Jay Depp's kids went to the same school. They're very good friends. So ultimately it they it just became a they were friends and stuff. But it's fucking and this was like Johnny Depp, like height of pirates like like oh, i yeah. went over there like 2007 but it was just like kevin like i was really hungover we'd been playing uh poker the night before i had one big kevin's like malcolm you want to go for a ride and like i was like yeah i'll go for a ride and fucking like we like kevin doesn't say anything but we're going and he's just like da 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 and uh so we take that turn and then i'm like oh wh where are we going dude and then all of a sudden, we stop in this driveway, and there's just this big fucking dog sitting there. 
that like it, <laughs> like that doesn't fucking move, doesn't do anything, and then a guy calls him out, and then you go in, and then I looked at Kevin, I was like, dude, where the fuck are we? And then all of a sudden, a butler, a fucking proper English butler, comes walking out the door, <laughs> and uh, and says, uh, Mister Johnny wants to know if you'd like to join him by the pool. And I looked at Kevin. I was like, "Are we at Johnny Depp's house?" <laughs> yeah, and like it's fucking, real. And we ended. And the thing is, I did the fucking smartest move when we sat down. It was him, and he was with uh, Vanessa at the time. And like the first thing I did, he had just shot Hunter S. Thompson's ashes uh, into space. Like I don't know if you did. He, he he like raised. He he's paid a bunch of money to create this thing to shoot this author Hunter S. Tons in the space and it, it had just happened and everybody was just kind of like I can't believe how much it cost and it was this event like Jack Nicholson went to and it was out in uh, Colorado and uh like the first thing I asked him was like about that I didn't ask him about he had the pirate's teeth in it and he had the hair um because hmm. uh, whatever but like I was just I asked him about Hunter S. Thompson it wasn't intentional but then we just started getting in a fucking intense con conversation with Hunter and Thompson and then we switched the Rolling Stones, and I love the Rolling Stones. So nice. I was just fucking like, so we ended up having this conversation. But like, he's one of those people, and it doesn't have many time that like every couple of minutes you're like, this is Johnny Depp. Oh like, yeah, because Johnny Depp looks so much like it's just like this is fucking Johnny Depp. And yeah, Twenty One Jump Street. You know, it's like it goes on. It's crazy. I agree, and he plays so many different very to me it's like he could play he's played the pirate he's played 21 jump street he's played you know uh what's the guilt what's eating gilbert grape is that what it, yeah is he in? No, yeah. yeah he's in what's eating gilbert grape yeah. Ed i mean Wood. so many like yeah. no he's a fucking fantastic he's actor in. like he really is he, like he's had you know weird yoga shit. hosers bro come on he's a yoga yeah. hosers. but like but I like literally i've worked with him you no, were you kidding. worked Jay Depp. No, it was cool though. I was nervous. I was like, even though I only had to say like one thing, but it was. It, you're right. It is. These are surreal. Like again, to me, it, to me, honestly, it's been thirty years. I guess you say, and I would even say, I would even say the first. one, it wasn't until Jay and Bob that I moved out. So that was two thousand one. So whatever, even twenty years. It's been so surreal to me. Still, 20 years later, going in a room, seeing someone, it's like, wait a sec. That's, you know what I mean? Like, especially because it's like, like, I I still can't believe I got a nice big hug from uh, from Jason Momoa. You know what I'm saying? It's like crazy. It's really weird to be out here, honestly. And, yes. and not as much for me now because I don't see it as much. But when I was in the mix, going out to places and going here, but it's still, I still have the thing where I tell my my wife, like, we'll be shopping, and all of a sudden I'll look over and go, I think I know that person. And then there's always that thing of like, well, wait, do I know that person from AA, or do I know that person? Oh, wait, no, he's from that show I like. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> such a weird thing. But that never happens at like if I'm home in Jersey, I, I'm in Red Bank. I'm not like, wait, I know that guy. Is he from? that show like it doesn't happen you're just like oh i don't i know i know him from school or something but i you know it's really it's really interesting and it always throws my brain for a look because i'm like i know that person he's on one of my favorite shows i know it i know it and then i'm like oh no 
he's the guy that works at Starbucks down the road, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's so weird. Cause it's like one or the other, it's always one or the other. So, but it's awesome right. here. I love the weather, dude. I'm so comfy here. Uh, I mean, I, I miss Jersey sometimes. I like to go back, see my family, but I don't miss it when I'm there and it's hot and humid and sticky or when it's super freezing cold and icy and snowy and things are closing cars are crashing, you know, What's well, so. Christmas time? Like Christmas time in LA, Christmas time in Jersey. Like I, Yeah, I'm I miss the uh, well Jersey. If I could bring my family to Jersey for like three days and it would be snowy for Christmas, it would be pretty cool. But you know, again, it's it's nice around the holidays, but leading up to it, it also could be a pain. If it's if it's snowing, 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 and it's th three feet of snow and you can't go Christmas shopping because you know, you can't drive. That's annoying as well. So do you think the, do you think the Christmas presents that your child wants because of where she lives? Like, do you like, basically is she do you, like all those kids? Do you, like, what, like, what do they want? Like, what are the, like, what do the kids want? I wonder if it's universal because there's kind of like, like LA is a totally different fucking world. Yeah, but I think the worldwide interwebs has changed that. I really think so. I get what you're saying. You're saying if we lived in Jersey the last six months, or if we're here, would my kid want the same type of presents? Yeah. And I think she would because everything she wants isn't her window shopping, isn't it's stuff that she sees from her friends who have gotten it for their birthday or for that. And she's like, this year she wants clothes and pencils and art stuff she wants a lot of art oh, that's stuff. wonderful to hear like so she's not like i want this thousand dollar like there's no. not some weird fucking like uh the only thing that every... we, oh, no not a toy she wants pencils and stuff for school and clothes the only thing that she would would want expensive i would say if she could get it is every at least once a month she goes daddy i really want a phone can i get my own phone and we're like no you're not that's another complicated yeah. like how long do you think you could hold that one up well you know at her school in fifth grade she goes to paris so i think we've decided i think we're going to get her a phone because we want her when she's across the at out of the world um she'll have a phone if we need to speak to her and see her and so that's fifth grade so that's two more years so she'll be uh, she'll be 10 or going on 11 and she'll be in fifth grade. So probably that's when she'll get her phone. Do all her friends have phones? Um, the only thing that one of her friends has, which is pretty cool. They have a watch that you could text message with only. And there's a GPS and stuff. It's not an Apple watch. It's like a kid's watch. Um, and you're able to text, but not make calls or anything. And you can only text a couple numbers. You can, you're allowed to like, input like four numbers in the phone in the watch or five or something and the kid if the kid needs you she can be like you know daddy I'm, i need you to pick me up or something so um well dude fucking like it was amazing to catch up like Malcolm. thank you you look fucking incredible you look great and i'm thank so happy you. for you and your family and you guys have a fucking amazing christmas then you too you too let me ask you this last question Absolutely. When so, being that you've been, uh, you're. I know you're still really um, nervous about being out and traveling. When do you think you'll be back out this way, if at all, or 
anywhere. Like next time I go to Jersey, you're going to be, you're on the East coast. It's not as far. You could drive technically. Yeah. Our, 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 our paths look like, I mean, our paths will definitely like, I, I, you know, I was going out to Jersey a while. Um, like I might go, like I might go down to Florida. Okay. All right. Good. I'm kind of like, I'm out there more like essentially like me fucking like doing this is just me being ex precautionary, but like, of course I I was really in, but I got to start coming out. All right. Well, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Cause hopefully uh, I know that I'll be heading, uh, to the stash, uh, uh, very soon. Hopefully, Florida. You gotta try to come on the cruise, bro. Well, you know, I'm gonna see you. I mean, I'll see you on the cruise. I mean, imagine you're gonna really busy, but like that's it. The fucking if you're a fan, they have it. That would be the greatest thing ever. Everybody should go on that cruise. Jason Muse, you are a fucking incredible being. It's wonderful to see you. Thank you, you love too, you, bro. Dude. Great to see. You. I love you too, and I'll see you soon, baby.